recording. Me too. I'm also gonna be eating. No, it's really part of sorry. The charm. I'm so sorry. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Nina's fussing with her silverware. Uh, I don't use silverware. Oh, I'm okay, a that's the bitch. foil from the burrito. It's it's super noisy. <laughs> this is just this is just foil sound. <laughs> Burritos, you know what they? Hi. That's the like one food that they really don't have a great uh, selection of here in Berlin. There's not not good Mexican, Burritos. and I love Mexican. No food. good Mexican. Ooh, I don't know if this wine is gonna go with my Mexican food, but um, we're drinking. We're drinking tonight. We are fucking drinking. Oh yes. It's... Lauren has had this uh, coffee mug full of whiskey. Yeah, and it's almost Lauren. done. <laughs> <laughs> A coffee mug full of whiskey. That's amazing. Uh huh. So I have to sneak upstairs. <laughs> Wait, what happens if your parents they they won't let you drink whiskey? No, it's not that. Just my mom doesn't like. Um, I mean, this has a lit, so you know, it's less like likely to spill. Oh, she's fine with the hard alcohol, but not with the potential spillage. You just have to keep right. it away from her irreplaceable needlepoint pillows. Exactly. No dog hairs. No whiskey. Nope. Yeah. Oh, little Edie. She was very concerned with me earlier because I was upset on the phone. She's like, Mommy, Mommy, it's going to be okay. And she insisted Aww. on being in my lap. Aww. I was like, I love you, dog. You're the best. Sammy usually just kind of stares at me when I'm upset. He just stares at me and is like, is this going to be over soon? Because <laughs> Sammy is a boy dog. And yeah, dog. he's totally yeah. got the Less boy. Sympathetic. And then I like go over to him and I like put my face in his fur and he's just kind of like, okay. Okay. <laughs> We're doing. He will do it. He will do therapy dog if he has yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He me. does it. Right. But has to be on his terms when he's ready. No, no, no. He'll. No, sometimes he resigns himself. Yeah, he'll it. do it. You'll hear him go. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a total like oh okay. all right we're doing this now he, he sighs into it yeah he's Oops. oh this is, he just desk. is why you need the coffee mug can't be trusted lauren yeah can't be how drunk are you lauren Cause lauren drunk is like very funny because it sneaks up and you don't realize she's drunk and then like her heel is broken and she's fallen down a flight of stairs and you're like where'd lauren go <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing heels right now. <laughs> you fancy bitch. They make me feel better than my power Your heels. Power heels. But... Yeah, and I'm and I'm wearing and I'm wearing my crystal. Yay! Yay. What kind of crystal? And, I don't the really know. It's a it's a type of quartz. Oh no, this is a different one. This is Ooh. one. This is one that, like, some healer guy that my roommate was into. Oh, wait. Let me let Nina see better. It looks like a tourmal tourmaline or um, aventurite. Oh, it's, like, three different stones. Yeah, it's three. So there's, Ooh, I good. think it's a, a hematite and yeah. an onyx. And I don't know what the middle one is. I think is. it's, like, a it's like aventurine or it's it's a green type of chalcedony quartz or maybe a Nina, topaz. when did you become yeah. a crystal expert? And are you going... Don't you remember... Don't you remember in, like, second grade, I would walk around with, like, a screw-top plastic um, can of, of crystals around my neck? No, I do not. And my dad would buy them for me. I've been into crystals since I was seven I years old. I do not remember this. It's amazing. <laughs> I love crystals. I had a rock collection. Mrs. Cohen, my teacher in fourth grade, and I would, like, talk crystals all the time. Really? And she would let she would like let me get away with not doing my math homework because I was just so into rocks and crystals. <laughs> I loved her. She was the best teacher. She was the best. I went back and saw her as like a teenager and just cried my little heart out at how great she was for me and like saved me as a child. Yeah, me too. She Aww, was by great. far my favorite teacher in elementary school. Mm -hmm. She was the best. Like my parents were going through a separation and a divorce at that time and they were dating and like she was my rock she got me through some shit so thank you mrs cohen i raised my giant glass of wine to you and pour one down you know throat. nina we weren't yeah. friends that year no we were not and i deeply regret that still to this 
awful, awful, awful time in my life. Lauren, did you know about this? What happened? Did you know about no, the what happened? Break in our Your friendship? little breakup? Yeah. No, tell me. Second, second. You can talk about it. Sec, I know it upsets Nina when I bring it up. But in second grade, there were like three of us were really good friends. It was Nina, Olivia, and I. And uh, they kind of, I, I mean, to be fair, I get it. Like, I was maybe slightly annoying at times. I have a tendency. Maybe. I was. You had some boundary, boundary I had boundaries. Sure, sure. Still do. I had boundary issues. Um, some food issues. I de- definitely had food issues. Um, some attention neediness issues. Sure. Okay. Like... <laughs> but so did I. <laughs> I was only eight, <laughs> but anyways, they decided they no longer wanted to be my friend, and so they kicked me oh. out of the threesome, and it was one of the hardest things I ever went through, and then we all came... I'm sorry, I was an asshole. Then we all came back together, like, I we came back together at the end of fourth grade, I think, and then in fifth grade, we were all friends. I thought we came back together at the end of, like third grade no it was a fourth grade it was fourth grade i thought it was fourth grade we weren't friends for two years yeah that's what i had to be that makes me so I sad had to become friends with sheila she was like awful to me oh. wait isn't that the person that like brought you together in the first place accidentally yes, yes. accidentally you have a good memory ironic yeah forgot about that because mm-hmm. you should you should tell the guys the story about that one our our listeners haven't heard that story of what brought you together yet yes tell the story while i eat my burrito and i'll chime in <laughs> okay well i was five and there was a, a classmate named sheila and i wanted to have a play date and my mom told me to call and she found the number of <laughs> Sheila. So I call, I, I'm on the phone, this five-year-old Sarah, and Nina, <laughs> Nina's... Wait, tell them they're two different kindergarten classes, so we never knew each other. Right, right. We weren't, Nina and I were not in the same kindergarten class, even though we are at the same school. Anyway, so the phone rings, and a, and a grown woman picks up, and I ask for Sheila, and she's like, yes, <laughs> this is Sheila. I got very, very confused. And I passed the phone to my mom. You're like, but you're not five. <laughs> I passed the phone to my mom, and they laugh, and then set up a play date with me and Nina. Um, I don't know because the Sheila you called was my yes, mother. Yes, the Sheila I called was my mother, but it was not my fault. I did not find the number. No, like. No, and our names were close to each other in the directory, so I think your mom just transposed a Sheila mom name onto a Sheila child and thus it was my mother. Yep, that's when the magic began. <laughs> yes, and you so two we, are still friends and you and the Sheila girl probably would not be, so. You know, you know. we ta- we see her on Facebook. She's she's in the ether. She's She has an interesting life. She's in New Zealand right yeah. now and she got married a few years ago and she travels and she's very political, so... I think I think we all kind of like came back to some co- being some cool people, but she was an absolute nightmare. If I was <laughs> yeah. a, a little terror, Sheila was a psychotic nightmare. She was just like very controlling and had a lot of her own issues going on. Could be very yeah. I I can't. I've like blocked it out. I can't remember all the stuff that she, she was did. cruel and yeah. she was mean. She'd and be very cruel. She would like try and turn us against each other and like spy on us and she just had her own set of bizarre priorities of like directing the friend group at all times yeah it was weird yeah and her parents were like super catholic her mom was super catholic and controlling and i think red flag right (laughs) deal breaker right friendship deal breaker yeah Actually, I have some friends that, like, since high school, since I went to Catholic, like, school since, what, fourth grade? So, like, I've had Catholic friends, and they've gone in and out of being with the church, and they're probably mostly back in, but we're we're friends who haven't seen each other in a while, but I feel like they would still be there for me if it came down to it. Well, God will save you, Lauren, and it's Jesus' will. <laughs> right. 
Jesus and his bitches. So, what's going on, Lauren? <sighs> so, Lauren is um, probably pretty much single again. Yeah. Didn't take very long for that to go through. Oh. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the beginning to end of this trajectory of weird man shit that uh, so, was pulled on you? It's so stupid. So it I all start- is. Yeah, it really is. It's I started seeing this guy, and from the beginning, he was very, like, into it, and too into it, and I was cautious because of that, because I've seen that happen with one of my other friends, where a guy goes on a first date with her, and is like, oh, well, I just really want a girlfriend, so will you be my girlfriend now? And she was like, oh, uh okay, I guess so. <laughs> and that then, like, a month too. later, it's our, our friend, our friend jo- Joni Mitchell's mom. Joni's we'll, mommy. Okay. Yeah, Let's we'll, keep her out. Okay. Let's keep yeah. her name out of it. But. Yeah, we'll keep her anonymous enough to say Joni Mitchell's mom. You've never mom. met her. She's, she's adorable. Okay. She's like the funniest spark plug of a lady. Okay. Yeah, which she totally deserves a boyfriend, but you know, it's like the rest of us. It's hard to find that. <laughs> And she's even louder than we are. What? It's true. She like, might she might guess spot on this at some point. With she us. has to. She Sarah, I sometimes when we're talking, even in her own apartment, I have to like shush her down a few <laughs> notches because like I get overwhelmed. Wow. She's very excitable, wow. and she knows this, and it's yes. fine, and she's okay with. And that. she's totally cool with it, but like it's very hard to tell someone in their own apartment to uh, tone it down. Me respect my sensitive like overhearing sensitive self yeah i feel bad but i love her because yeah. she's a riot she's a total riot yeah she's great and she knows that about herself and mm-hmm. that's like great and she's like i know and it's fine you can tell me to be quiet and it's fine <laughs> and then i appreciate that about her okay um so back to your story so he's super into it um yeah and it's like and he he would like mention things about me being like you're holding why are you holding back and whatever I was like well this is our second date that's why <laughs> yeah, <it's too> soon, <laughs> it's like, yeah you're not you're not on the bachelor you're not a contestant on the bachelor like trying to win a fiance after 16 other girls are trying the same shit like you're trying to get to know someone yeah, and and I Lauren's never, reserved. Lauren's a reserved person. I am, and I told him that, and I told him your story or, or how you described me of like a Reese's Pieces <laughs> or Reese's peanut butter cup that's been in the freezer and it takes a long time to thaw, but once it does, it's like very enjoyable. It's delicious. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that's that's completely what I am. I like frozen Reese's Pieces too. Yeah, I'll eat them warm and frozen. <laughs> Just give me a chance to thaw, man. Yeah. And yeah. he, he was and naturally, yeah. And he's like less than a full year out of a divorce or so, even separation. Well, that's like, why he got divorced in September. He's just looking for like an instant. He just wants to find someone to like fill the void that was left by right, the end of, of his, his relationship. Wife. And no new right. relationship is going to do that because it takes a really long time years to build that up. And it shouldn't do that. It totally shouldn't do no. that. Like you're not. In a healthy place, if that's what your aim is, you should probably go to therapy and work out why it ended and why you're upset about it, and maybe realize that it's you and not just the other person. Well, and also just the process of a breakup, you have to let it. You have to take its course. Yeah, and you run its course. And you have to take time. You have to like find that place where you're okay being single again, and like you don't. You're not just, like, searching for someone to, like, fill the void. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think he ever, like, gave it that time. And he was... No. What Three he told months me, is nothing. Yeah. And what he told me today is, like, he's like, I'm looking for love. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am too. It just takes me more than a month to figure it out. <laughs> As it should. I think he's looking for like a rush of emotions to substitute as love because of what he lost. And it's not, it's never going to be real for him because it's always just going to be that pressure on it to be something. Right. 
Right. I found that, I, again, like about a year out, I was looking for that too. Like I remember just wanting to get lost in like a very intense kind of fling or affair. It wasn't so much about finding love, but it was like I just wanted to get lost in like that really intense kind of like thing that you have with people in a short period of time. And no guy would go there with me. And I remember just feeling yeah, it, so upset about it. I'm so glad they didn't because that's not actually what I needed. Yeah, well, I feel like that's probably a similar thing to him because he was like, I wanted you to, I felt you like pulling away when I like went to get you and stuff like that. It's like, well, I was trying to let this take its time. Yeah. I, I'm not ready to like be making out like no pda and uh, you know i i'm a flinchy person until i'm really comfortable <laughs> around someone and i respect that because i am too in in that physical way it's like don't get in my space don't don't rush things like let's get to know each other and let us feel comfortable let this be like an organic thing and not just jumping the gun into something that we're both not ready for we're not there for uh See, I'm someone that can be, like, very affectionate very quickly with someone. Yeah, I can't. But it, but it scares people away. I'm definitely slower. And if I really am into someone, I can totally bypass it and get there. But it still never quite feels, like, authentic. Yeah, well, for me, it's like a separation. It's either, like, a physical thing or an emotional thing that has to build into a physical thing. Like, yeah. I can't... I can't be like both at the same time. It goes back it goes back to like what we were talking about, like Sarah and those guys that, you know, get too familiar with us too quickly over text and send the kissy emojis before we've even met. It's that feeling of like, you're rushing this, you're rushing this. Like yeah. I don't even know you. Let me get to know you. It it takes a year, a year of dating someone before you even know them fully, I think, at least. Like yeah. that year, you're on your best behavior a year not a month not two dates a fucking year it, it can go faster but yeah it takes a long time at least at least six months to yeah. like you don't you don't really know someone without no. giving it actual time right and you don't know someone until shit hits the fan and then you see how they deal with that shit right you and don't... that's a totally different way than it is in the beginning of a relationship when everything is like all happy and rainbows and kisses and like, I just want to be near you. Right. That's like the fake drug part where your brain is just being flooded with like those hormones. And then when that kind of fades and you start having conflicts and how you resolve conflicts and how you talk about things, and how you communicate. Yeah. That's or how you, you don't communicate or don't communicate. Yeah. That's when things get real. But those, right. sorry, I'm drinking. And I get super interrupty, and I just interrupted you right now, and I'm so sorry. I'm gonna shut up. No, I'm shutting okay. up. Keep interrupting. Yeah. Well, he was. He kept pointing out the communication thing, and it's like, well, you're you like to talk, and you like to talk about things, and you like to say things, and I'm the kind of person that if you want to know what I'm thinking, ask me, and I'll tell you. But I'm not just gonna tell you because that's just not who I that's am. Not, that's not Lauren. It's <laughs> just not who yeah. I am, and I told you that from the beginning. And he's so Lauren will fucking <laughs> Lauren will like win a Nobel Peace Prize and not tell you for three weeks <laughs> until like someone brings up something about like a Nobel Peace Prize, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah, um, <laughs> by the that. way, I, I have I have that." And you're like, what the fuck, Lauren? Just tell us. But she's that's not you. And yeah, no not. pressure. No pressure to be anything different. But that's just like an example of how you don't or do communicate. The unfortunate thing is, is it sounds like you guys were a good balance. Like he was really outgoing and gregarious and you're more reserved and that's right good. that's what that's... i thought that's what i like i was like okay this is good for me this is like a good balance for me and he he i guess wants somebody who's like equally as outgoing i guess but he wouldn't really want like that doesn't work you no. can't have the same no. you need an opposite yeah i mean i guess he'll have to date some more to figure that out but 
I think it's funny. He got exactly what he wanted or he thought he wanted. And now he's like, I can't deal with this. It's too hard. It's it's not enough for back for me. But if he had just given it like another five, six, seven months, like he probably would have gotten those things back from you because you would have melted into a state of comfort where you felt like he deserved to have those things back from you. And you deserve to be loved the way that he would have probably been able to love you right yeah. it's like it's a it's an earning process it's not like i i'm like so great you have to earn my affection but that's just what i need to build the comfortability right. with you i mean everybody right that's true for everyone some people can be more outgoing and affectionate right away but it doesn't mean they're like perfectly comfortable and familiar and right i felt away. like he never he kept throwing trust and trust and trust in my face i'm like what have i made you do to not trust me yeah, yeah nothing it's been a month god <laughs> i've done absolutely nothing like my bumble thing went off when my profile was like hidden or whatever or not public it's like that's not fair to like freak out about it which sounds, he did it sounds yeah. like he was not ready to be to be in a like he's not ready he hasn't done the work yeah no he's not he's not and he thinks he thinks he is but he's not no and he's projecting that onto you which is the most ridiculous part of it it's like you actually are in a place where you do deserve that and want that and would be an amazing girlfriend but you need someone who's going to give you the space to breathe and actually get there and not just assume that position without any further depth of knowledge about what you're actually dealing with right and i don't want to just like go hang out with you at your like house where you're living with your mother like i don't want to hang out with your mom yet i'm sorry that's just too soon like i can't build that relationship with her before i build that relationship (laughs) with you yeah that's weird and that's why you haven't been to my house. I'm not ready for you to live with my mother. It's just, it's no, like, I'm not ready to meet your mom, and I've known you for almost three years. Yeah, exactly. I pee my pants when I get those texts that your mom sends you, and vice versa. Like it's it's some scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom's I'm, intense. I'm cool with people I'm dating, like meeting my mom and hanging out with my mom because we're buddies. But I. I wouldn't do that. Like that's weird. Yeah, it just I brings mean, a level of heaviness to a situation that should be fun and light in the beginning. It yeah. should be easy and fun and just like the joy of getting to know someone in their quirks. Right. Yeah. And that was like my reservation too or my concern from the beginning and why I was extra taking my time with Mm. it because I knew he was moving so quickly and I was like well I gotta put some brakes on this otherwise it's gonna go too quickly and it's not gonna be good for either of us well it still happened anyway yeah it's like the harder they come on the quicker they drop you it's like a game of hot potato and it's such a rush and those people they don't take any responsibility for that either like they can just walk away and be like oh that didn't work out not my fault and their hands are clean, but they're not. It's so emotional when you get involved with someone like that because you're resisting it so hard. And then finally you're like, oh, all right, I guess this is real. I'm going to give into it. I'm going to get into the this. The second you get give in level. is when they drop you. They drop you. They just <laughs> drop you. And now like, I have all these walls up and I'm on these dates and I can just feel it. I can feel it emanating off me, like how guarded I, I've become. And, I know, and I'm too. okay with it. I'm really okay with it at this point, but it's like, that's not what I authentically want to do, but I have to, I have to protect myself. I've been so misused and uh, just taken advantage of. And my, my kindness and my heart has been trampled by so many guys. Like I can't do it again. I am not there. Yeah. It's hard because it's that feeling of the minute you think, okay, well, I'm going to let my walls down. It's usually when they break up with you or Mm -hmm. end it it's like that second where you're like well I have I'm nervous about this but I guess we you know it's time to let the walls down and then they yeah and then they end it I'm wondering if it's just better not to have walls like I don't know what to do you can't keep walls up forever and no well you can't but it's hard not to have it's it's really hard not to in this situation that we're in as we date these strangers like 
you know, our friends aren't introducing us to each other. We have no background knowledge of these guys. We're just going in with super low expectations, but we have to have somewhat of an open arm approach to it. And it's, it's just very disappointing or humbling or intoxicating at the beginning. And then it's just not. I'm trying not to have walls, but also not get intoxicated by people. Like trying to be very open, but see people for who, you know, not let those like chemicals like flood me and blind my judgment. Yeah. It's a different. Those deal breakers, man. So you don't go as high, but you don't go as low when it ends, you know, keeping a more like medium. Moderate. Yeah. yeah, so when something builds, it would happen maybe more authentically, like later. It's my goal. I don't know. I'm going to be alone yeah. forever, though. <laughs> forever alone. Forever alone. Well, m- maybe and a failure. <laughs> and I, keep I think, Sarah, you, you will <laughs> no, be a failure. You have to write oh, an opera cool. called Forever Alone. <laughs> yes. And I'll do the alto uh, humming. <laughs> alto. Yes, all those. Lauren can play all the male roles. (laughs) Lauren can play all the male roles. Yeah, Lauren would be a pants mezzo for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Pants mezzo. That's the name of whatever this episode is called. Pants mezzo. Yes. That's what they are. Is that like an Italian bar mitzvah? (laughs) Well, you know, like back in the day, they would write these roles for the castrati with like really high voices. So now they're played since we, we like can't cut off men's balls to make them say hi anymore. Why not? 13. Why the fuck not? Um, so now women play so now women play them. They're called pants roles, so they're playing the men. Oh and, Lauren, you have a whole new career opening up to you. And they look Apparently. like Lauren. Like they're always your kind of body type pants mezzos. They're like tall and thin and with low deep voices so low voices oh little did I know I should have been an opera singer. no you really shouldn't have if you thought your life was bad yeah it only gets it's terrible Sarah tell it tell us about what happened I can't I can't even speak about it it was the worst thing ever okay then we'll speak about it so Sarah when on an audition well she got a a last minute yes agent audition in Dusseldorf which is what a four-hour train ride Dusseldorf sounds like a name of like the eighth seventh seventh dwarf (laughs) Dusseldorf (laughs) he's just the mean German one (laughs) Dusseldorf Um, it just means like angry little dwarf yeah I don't love the city I mean I haven't seen much of it but I've been there twice in like a month (laughs) and it's pretty lame yeah so maybe that's a sign maybe no more additions there yeah well this woman she was an ex-singer what I've something I've realized is that I have never had a good experience with singing for someone that used to be a singer is a female ex-singer in her like 40s 50s 60s they hate me like they do not like me because i don't know you, i just inspire you have the glow of youth yeah i don't really but i mean i inspire <laughs> a lot of really strong feelings in them and it's not like they they don't i don't know it's not that they hate me hate me like it's just they always try to tear me down and so this woman just went attacked me for my technique and said I needed to like learn how to sing. I've been singing for my whole life and I've been singing opera for training for 15 years. I've had the same teacher for like 10 years. You know, if my technique is, is, is super messed up at this point, it's what it is, but I don't think it is. It's not, it's not messed up. I think, I think it's like your alpha energy is very intimidating to these ex whatever women and she just wanted to tear you down a few notches for her own ego and her own safety she wanted to tear me down and then she wanted me to like be remade in her image so in her image she could get the credit and i don't it's all narcissist garbage bullshit i talk about this all the time i am surrounded by fucking narcissists and it is the biggest energy suck and they just want to take credit for everything that you do men and women both like they just cannot give you a shred of a second 
of credit without making it about them. But they love men. Like, they never do that to men. They only do it to other women. Like, narcissists, like these women, that I, these divas, these women I've encountered, they're always, like, fawning over whatever man is, like, whatever male singer. But with women, it's But that's like, about attention, too. It's just creating more attention around them. Lauren, what are your thoughts on narcissists that surround us in society? I don't know. I feel like Lauren avoids narcissists. Lauren has like narcissist repellent and I need to bottle it and sell it and wear it all day. It's because she's repelled her mother and so she knows how to repel. (laughs) Like we were all raised. Or that I am one. that or I no, am one, no, so. no, no. We, know, we all know what a narcissist is like. <laughs> but look, if Nina, you would ever brag about anything, I would fall out of my chair. We all had a narcissistic parent, right? Different or types. two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Um, or both. But what I did, I fought with my, I fought and battled, but I kept engaging with my narcissistic parent. You tried to appease and please your narcissistic parent, and mm-hmm. Lauren rejected her narcissistic parent. So, eventually rejected. Yeah, but I'm but still, now lives with that. I'm still living with her. Yeah, so. yeah, but I'm talking like energetically. So like you know how to repel and like defend. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't engage her her behavior. Right, right, and I fight with <laughs> narcissists, and Nina gets in these weird like pleasing situations yeah. where I just want to be the good girl that gets accolades and it makes their lives easier and they can just take all the credit away from me and I'm done I am I'm so fucking done like no more no mas I will mace them all in the face <laughs> at this point yeah, yeah. that's interesting our different narcissistic coping patterns yeah, I'm I mean, not coping well. <laughs> no, me either. I mean, fighting with narcissists is not a good strategy. You never win. You will never win that. Nope. Nope. Unless you become one. Nice. Yeah, and that I worry about that. I honestly worry about that. I'm worried that like I'm just surrounded by so many that they're gonna rub off on me, and I'm just gonna become one if I get more successful in my career or I want more things out of my life. Like I really do worry about that. A little bit of narcissism is okay. It's you know as long as you're not abusing the people around you. But yeah, we all have a lot of empathy for others. Yeah. So it's a personality disorder. Like when I say narcissist, I don't mean someone who like thinks they're occasionally great. Like I'm talking about narcissistic personality disorder combined with like borderline personality disorder combined with people who would never admit that they have any issues and will not go to therapy to work on themselves. But I don't think any of us have to worry about becoming a borderline or a narcissistic personality disorder. (laughs) I'm the closest. Well, probably. one more bad date. <laughs> one more bad date and I might. <laughs> I went through a phase a few weeks ago where every date I went on, I, I was like going through, I was working through a lot of like repressed anger. And so like I went on these dates and I just like was talking about how I wanted to like murder. <laughs> I was like, all I want to do is like murder men and like everything that I was like, I'm going to murder them. And it was really funny. I picked up on that. I totally you said picked that up on, on the that. date? Or yeah, just and I to said us. it on the date to the guys. <laughs> and, uh, you said it in podcasts too. I said it in podcasts, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, the guys still like, they dug it. They still wanted to go out with me. It was weird. Your rage is intoxicating and like, alluring. And I felt it in the moment. I was like, I'm tired talking about murdering too much like at first it's kind of funny <laughs> but I kept doing it I talk about it all the time <laughs> but yeah I'm truly worried for like the next bad date or stranger who crosses me like it's not it's not going to be a good outcome for either of us I don't know. I just don't like care anymore. I don't even have the energy to I think I've burnt out on my anger and I'm just 
apathy. I don't know. <laughs> what are the stages? What are the stages that we're supposed to go through? Because I don't even know. I don't know. I'm at apathy. And it's yeah. denial. Sadness. It's like the same stages of grief or stages of that. What are the stages until I just turn into a full-on lesbian all the time and and just date women and have, you know, a somewhat more communicative life? I think about that yeah. so much, how much better my life would be if I was a lesbian. I know that it's hard being a lesbian, too, but I just think I... Well, there's so much, like, drama involved with that <laughs> and so many more emotions involved. but at least they have there are emotions and they're talked about yeah, and I can handle female care emotions. is given yeah okay well i was a guy <laughs> that this guy was a guy that had lots of emotions and feelings and i don't know that that was that good <laughs> <laughs> lauren can pass for a lesbian but she's definitely not a lesbian <laughs> Lauren's the emotionally withholding lesbian that drives all the other women crazy and they're like, why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you sharing your feelings? There's a a support group for lesbians left in her wake after she sufficiently denies them any access to her life. But it's so beautiful, you just can't help it. Yeah, Lauren, in the lesbian world, you'd be like the asshole withholding guys, and all the women would be, they'd be podcasting about Le- you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's, it's like not fair because I have feelings and emotions I know, I know, too. Just yes, nobody you do. wants, nobody joke. wants to give me a. I well, yes, I know, but like nobody wants to like. These guys don't want to give me a chance to like uh, uh, have a time to get to that place where I get comfortable expressing them. Well, that was just this yeah. guy because he was stupid. Guys, like he just rushed. He just rushed everything. Yeah. Well, it's either they rush it or they like deny them like yeah. so bad. Like everybody else, I've been just like been denied, denied, denied. And this one, I was like, oh well, somebody that's open to it. No. I think Laura needs a German man. Maybe. I think this type of guy, like this guy's personality, probably is more in like is a better type he for need- you. You know, you. He needs to nurture it, though. He needs a mom, and I'm not a mom. Yeah, you're I'm not a, a mom. Dad. Right. I'm a dad. Right. You're and not I even a dad, Lauren. You're not even a dad. <laughs> then what am I? An you're uncle? just a dog. You're like a dog mom. You're like what? a dog trainer mom. I am a dog mom, but I'm also like if I okay. So if I had to be a mom or a dad, I'm definitely more of a dad because I'm like a fixer, <laughs> and I would just like want to solve problems and like let's move on and be okay and happy and not like I don't want to nurture your, you through your cold. Right. Yeah, I mean, true. so you'll find a nice nurturing guy who is in, you know, who's ready. The problem with this guy, he just wasn't ready. No, he thinks he is. He's, he's too not. ready. He's too ready. But he wasn't and ready. And if Lauren had been like, he wasn't. super open and emotional, he probably would have said like, oh, this is too much for me. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> exactly. ready for this. <laughs> because right. he hasn't, he hasn't like healed or reflected or actually like probably even gone through his divorce or his breakup. Yeah. It took me almost nine months to go through my breakup to actually feel what happened. And that wasn't a marriage. That was four and a half years of my life of taking care of another person as a babysitter as a nanny i mean it took me two years to get over mine (laughs) of two and a half years yeah and it hits you at weird times like it'll just it'll just almost hit you when you have already thought you've bypassed all that and you've worked through it on therapy and then boom one day you get home from an amazing vacation and you're back in america and you're like fuck this is not my life. What happened? Yeah. Yep. Coming back from vacations is the worst. Ooh, brutal. Brutal. There should be like a vacation detox center before you can like come back to work and go be a human being again. Like, I think it's turned the most emotional points in my life like into real 
whirlwinds of shit show just because of how overwhelming it was well our first major vacation after my breakup you were like go to therapy now oh yeah like because you were in that space you could not shake those feelings that accompanied you and intensified over that vacation like it wasn't even a vacation for you it was an emotional reliving of past joy that was now like a sadness well that just shows you that you weren't you know, you hadn't dealt with it yet. Right. Right. Yeah. And and sometimes, you know, you have to sit in that shit for longer than a week or a month. And and though you'll have really, really good days, there's really, really shit days, which Sarah warned me about from the get-go. And <laughs> Did I? I finally got there. Yeah, you were like, Nina, I know you feel great right now. I know you lost six <laughs> pounds in two seconds. And you're on fire and you're dating everyone. But, like, yeah. just so you know, it will it will get hard and there will be shitty days. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> I have four lovers. Like, I'm fine. No, I was not fine. I was not fine at all. And I'm still going through the repercussions, not of my ex, but of that absence of partner that hits me really hard sometimes. Yeah, it's hard. It's like It's like grieving a death. I mean... Yeah. You have to go through all of it. It is a death. Loss. It's a yeah, loss. It's, it's, it's a, a death. Loss. It's a loss of a person that you shared um, you know, a huge amount of time with. A chunk of your life with, like a substantial chunk. And there are things that I used to just text and watch and do, and I always had someone around to field those same things with me and it's really weird to like have something happen that would make that person laugh and then you can't text them because you hate them yeah (laughs) but it's it's so specific to that time in your life and it's very bittersweet it's very sad too I mean it's taken me years just not I mean I still think of like I still think about Brian like things will remind me of Brian but it the first year I was single, everything that happened, my brain would be like, oh, Brian likes that. Or what would Brian, like, I was, like, thinking mm-hmm. for him almost. Yeah. Or, like, always, now every once in a while I see something, I'm like, oh, Brian would love this, and I'll text him. But, yeah, it was so, it was like he was still with me. It's just like when someone dies, like, they, their memory, yeah. everything is, is so present with you. And, uh, and they're still, and like, it's like a trigger. You're still like their energy is, you're still kind of, you're like entwined, mm-hmm. your energies are entwined and it takes yeah. a while for you to, to, to kind of get rid of them and, and complete your own energy again. It's a lot to get into. I can see why people are hesitant, like why they don't want to get into relationships because it's a lot. At the same time, it's like if you do it the right way, if you approach it with an open heart and you just let things progress organically and you're spending time with someone because you like them and it just you continue to like them and you never stop liking them, then like you should do that. Hmm. Yeah. Right. I, that's what I was doing. Yeah. It's only been a month and I feel like I'm at the place where I should be in a month. In. Yeah. No, you, yeah. you were perfect. You didn't do anything wrong. He just wasn't. You were you. He wasn't. Whether yeah. or not that's perfect, you were you. And that yeah, was authentic and was true. Perfect, but it was me. And it's, it's also you. frustrating because of that. It's like, well, God damn it. You're, you're projecting Lord, were these you, things. Were you crying? Because your eye makeup is still perfect. And if you cried, I will murder you. I was totally crying, but I definitely fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw my head back so hard I hit the wall. <laughs> Lauren, and and Lauren. that's something that he said too. I was crying on the phone. Like he we like talked on the phone so so he could express this whatever he he needed to express. And I was upset and crying. And he's like, I didn't expect this from you. I'm like, I have a heart and a soul. Yeah. Like I don't know why you didn't think that. Like I don't know what led you believe. <laughs> that I didn't have feelings. Yeah. I don't know. Like what? Well, what, how cold was I? Right. I feel like I was that cold. Well, whatever his experience was, I think it it just 
it shows you like how much he didn't understand you and it shows you yeah. how much you didn't know about each other especially him about you if that's what he thought so right. fuck, just fuck to, it to move it along way too, too much too much dude just right. like chill back and he was just trying to fulfill like his own feelings it wasn't about you he was like i need to get a yeah. certain feeling out of this and then when i don't get it okay bye Right, and he's like, oh, I wish I had more, too. <laughs> Nina's pouring her second glass. I this is a big-ass glass. I, I have to catch up to you all. I want to be so hungover tomorrow. Okay. I want to show up at work puking because I am so mad right now. I've been drinking freshly made ginger cardamom cinnamon tea. Well, fuck uh, your ass with a spoon. I'm not drunk. Okay, so Sarah's sober. Sarah's sober. <laughs> Is this funnier because you're sober? Because we're like slurring and eating burritos and drooling on ourselves? Or is it like more sad? No, no, it's definitely funnier. Because <laughs> I'm having a grand old yeah. time now. Yeah. It's good. Sorry, Lauren. Sorry. I'm glad I'm glad we're drinking and we're really going through this because we yeah. haven't we haven't done a drunk podcast. And what is a podcast if you're not drunk for some of it? Exactly. It's more authentic. No, that's true. A lot of people do it. We're kind of late to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the t- it's like, it's, I need to not feel things, so it's like kind of a numb, like, reoccurrence. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think my drug, I think I might be addicted to, like, meditating. That's basically, anytime I have a feeling, I'm like, I need to meditate <laughs> all day. <laughs> Sarah's going to quit opera and just go into an ashram (laughs) or she's going to invent like an opera, which is just an ashram for opera singers who have too many feelings and just need to like exhale, but with sound. Yeah, Yeah. they do that. There's a lot of... This is a genius. Okay, that's a kajillion dollar idea and that's mine. So at least give me some fucking credit. Nina, it already exists. (laughs) Give her some residuals. There's a lot of singing meditations. Mm-mm. It's a whole part of like Kundalini <laughs> yoga. Not for opera singers. <laughs> right, it's true. Oh, yeah, Kundalini. Well, Kundalini, they do like chants and, and make noises, but it's not like a singing per- necessarily. It's more like an oh. <laughs> <laughs> Edie is freaking out. Edie is flipping. Do we want Edie to sing with us? Mm hmm. Sound really good. She's a little opera opera. We singer. should send Edie to do some door for Sarah. <laughs> In Sarah's place. Yeah. Be like, here, here is Sarah. Cause Sarah Green's fun. And Edie's like, oh. Lauren, what do you want to say to the universe right now? Well, well, I'm like angry and frustrated that I was broken up with again, and it's like that should have been my turn in my terms. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, why was I just like I was just like waiting it out, and like I was like, oh, I'll give him a chance and see what's going on, and mm-hmm. other things are happening. Mm-hmm. Understanding again. Hey, universe, oh, it. dudes, again, um, whoever, just let us. Do the breaking up. Thank you. The powerful ones, please. Terrible at breaking up with people, though. I don't like hurting feelings. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm like, I'll just write it out. Maybe it's not what I'm thinking it is. Maybe I'm the one that's being. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever the word is I'm looking for. Like, irrational. No. 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 His Guys, behavior. Today, oh, sorry, go. No, go. I was going to change the subject. Do it. You can change the subject. I'm going to drink. Fine. I looked up um, 
I, I started Googling like alpha women. <laughs> and then I came, yeah. I came across all the characteristics of alpha women. What are they? I'm like, uh-huh. well, a lot of it is being super type A and like very successful and not being needy. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not me. I'm none of those things. So I guess I'm not an alpha woman. But I terrify men. You're not not an alpha woman. I know. I have a very strong. You're just more. You're more self-deprecating, maybe, than an like than a fully realized alpha woman. And I'm very needy. Like I'm not an unneedy person. That was a big part of it. It's like they will. They'll. Alpha women will never need a man. I'm like no. No. Okay, well, maybe that's me then, because I'm not needy. I don't actually need a man. I might want a man and would like one around, but when it comes to needing or not needing, I'd rather not need one. <laughs> yeah. I don't need one if I don't have one. Because it just pisses me off. Yeah, but I'm needy in relationships. I need a lot of affection and love and 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 reassurance. and. It's just that reciprocation. like, And then maybe that's not being needy. You and... You and this guy that I was just with would probably be a better match. I don't know though. I like introverts. He's an he is an introvert um, in life and other aspects of his life. Just he's communicative. Lauren, I'm gonna say something that I'm gonna find highly controversial when I'm sober. Okay. But he did not have enough uh, wealth for you. It's true. No, that was that was a point of uh, my resistance towards him that he was feeling. And I was just trying really hard to suppress saying anything towards that. As much as we love pizza, it, you can't eat it every day for the rest of your life. Yeah, and I can't I can't afford both of us all the pizza nope. all the time. Like I don't have that kind of job and I don't want to be starving nope. for my life. What about Lauren and my brother? No, I'm with your brother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nina already thinking them. anything else. And they would have but nothing Nina, to talk about. They would Nina, have you... nothing to talk about. Unlike you and Jake, what would you and my brother talk about? Oh my about? god, Jake and I have like animal instincts out the wazoo. Like we see each other without even recognizing each other and we're like, that person's hot. <laughs> Yo, yeah, so what's Jake's problem? Why won't he be with me now? <laughs> fucking DC. Jake, well... <laughs> Sarah, have you, you ever broached this, this I, topic I do with all the time. Him? I tell Jake that he this thinks is I'm, like I know he thinks I'm beautiful. I know he thinks I'm funny. Like, I know he really likes chatting with me. I know. Yeah, definitely. We have definitely. a nice relationship. I know. but He's just not ready to settle down that, yet. That's, he, that's he's his He's known issue. you, but it's like, I mean, he's known you for 30 years. Yeah, and I don't have a tight little body and fake boobs. So, like, that's some right. shit he's... You have real yeah, boobs that are ginormous, I know ginormous but they're so not that tight. should be better. And I think he right. has to get over some of his expectations and projections of what he wants his woman to look like if he's going to be with me because I'm not at the gym every day and I haven't paid a surgeon a year's worth of my salary to look that way. He's very superficial, like the most superficial. Like, yeah, and he's he's not going to be happy until he gets over that. Hey, no, and he you know won't what? Ever. If you want to marry someone who looks like um Kardashian, like that's fine. I just don't think you're going to be that happy because it's a shallow, vapid, chasing eternal unhappiness I mean, life but okay you know do his, it his younger sister sort of looks like that yeah i'm not his type at all he goes for like very he goes for body types more like yours lauren or like or like very like exotic like yeah foreign, well then know. that's not kardashian yeah it's kardashian like more... i've seen his exes I don't... They're, they're kardashians yeah because well, um... my body type is not kardashian i'm not curvy enough for well, that. Well, his first serious girlfriend had the tightest, cutest little butt I've ever seen, and I'm still haunted by it, because it's yeah. like, I can, I can never compete with her and her beautiful freckly behind. No, yeah, that's true. She was also, like, a, an equestrian. Yeah. I'm not athletic she was, enough. She was, yeah, he goes for very athletic women. 
I, I would be too fat. I would I'm be, not a, I would be athletic too, enough either. I would be too fat for my brother. Mm, I'm just, I'm too, like, pleasantly fleshy and supine for it. I know. Rubenesque. And just undefined but still but anyone, so feminine anyone that spends like that much time at the gym perfecting their own muscles like gonna have issues finding someone else i'd rather want, just like... be myself than spend eternity chasing nothing on a treadmill but that's just me yeah right it's like what is that sisyphus push, pushing the rock pushing the rock oh up the hill for all yeah. eternity. No, yeah. thank you. My family has like a really intense relationship to exercise. I did not get that gene. I did not yes, inherit it. Yes, you did. It. Yes, you did. You're yoga-ing. I know, you but I'm doing that. used to work out all the time. Like, know, all you only... did was go to the gym. I know, but I hated it. Like, I never liked <laughs> exercising. I hated it. I was just so vain and insecure and thought that, like, no one would love me if well, I had any... Do you think the rest of your family actually, like, loves doing it? Or they're just yeah, so... Yeah, they love it. Like, my mom goes crazy if she doesn't exercise. So yeah. does my brother. My sister has a more balanced approach, but she also really likes it. Like, she'll get stressed and she's like, I need to go running. And I just never had that. I like to dance. So I, as a kid, I would dance. Like my, my mom was always looking. Oh, for you and I will dance when I'm there. Let's dance. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. Dance. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing, too. This guy kept obsessing about my three months in Berlin. I was like, it's six months from now. If we get to know each other and like, like each other, I'm not going to do right. anything weird when I'm there. Yeah, How- it's only three months. <laughs> I don't- I feel like he just yeah, sped like, why through the you... whole relationship in his head before ever even letting a single thing actually happen. Yeah. And fuck yes. you and your fucking cliff bars. That is not breakfast. That is a lot it's of sugar. It's really if I eat a cliff bar, my blood sugar goes like so high. Yeah. Well he did he did confess to eating like a twelve year old boy, which is true. His diet was terrible and i was like i will help you i will help amend this flaw in you but that is the one thing women can change in men they can change their diet because they're too lazy for themselves and hair haircuts yeah and shoes uh, shoes and clothing yeah yeah Yeah. and facial hair god willing some something willing goddess yeah yeah holy moly you guys i got like hit on and broken up with within the span of three minutes today and I, I <laughs> oh yeah tell us about your subway trip <laughs> it was I so wild oh I, he totally <laughs> broke up with me <laughs> it was a full on relationship but this really handsome man got on the subway a stop after I did and I just I like looked up I had no makeup on I looked like crap as these two can attest right now like I'm in therapy sweats like I have my weep suit on <laughs> And I'm all red faced. <laughs> my therapy sweats. My my hand. And my crying outfit. <laughs> yeah, I am. No, really. And uh, this really handsome bearded guy got on the train, and I saw him, and he looked at me, and he sat like diagonal across from me, and the train was crowded. And then we went two more stops, and he got up and came and sat down next to me when the train thinned out, and I was like, oh. He wants to talk to me. Like, why would he move if he didn't want to? On a talk quick to side me? note, this is how Con and I's relationships started. We sat across from each other diagonally on the really? train. He he recognized me, sort of checked on his phone to make sure it was me, and came and sat next to me on the train. Oh. And then we started chatting. Wait, wow. how did he recognize and that's what you? Started it from a party. On, well, because right, a party or a concert. Well, well, we met each other like a year prior, like through. Oh, okay. a, a, he was in a band with a mutual friends band, um, and I randomly Facebook friend him because of that like people you might know yeah, thing yeah, popped yeah. up, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. He was cute, <laughs> so I friended him, 
and then randomly we saw each other on the train and he came and sat next to me and we started chatting and there goes two and a half years later and blah 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 yeah that's a neat okay cute. back to your story oh okay. so yeah it, it, comes it, over it was to you. came sits down next to me and he's on his phone and he has the new york times crossword app up and i had that app for two years in the past it's like 40 bucks a year but I canceled it because I'm poor and it was distracting me at work. And my bosses would be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> and I was just doing crosswords all day. I'm working. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm working. I'm trying to find this word. Um, and also I was very bad at like Friday, Saturday and Sunday because they're really hard. Those are hard. Yeah, get <laughs> they're really harder hard. as the week pro- progresses. And, uh, I just canceled it and I miss it. And so I noticed that he was doing a crossword and I turned to him after like another stop I had to gear up all my courage I was like all right Nina he came and sat down next to you for a reason like he keeps rubbing his arm against you for a reason so just you know I guess take off your headphones suck it up and say something so I was listening to our podcast and I took off my headphones (laughs) I like to like check in and make sure the audio is okay and hear my own voice you know time to time but um I took off my headphones and I turned to him and I said I really regret deleting that app. It was the best $40 I've ever spent. And he laughed and he smiled and he's like, I just finished Wednesday. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't look like you're on a Wednesday. Cause I think he was doing an older puzzle. So we were talking for a minute about crosswords and I said, I, I had to delete it because I kept getting in trouble at work and he laughed and he's like, I have other apps for that. And I was like, Oh, like Bumble or Tinder. And he's like, no other games. And he had his, his right hand out of his glove because he's right-handed and he was on the phone and then his left hand was in a glove and I said I was like look your left hand's covered are you married and he was like no and I said you have a girlfriend he said yeah and we do crosswords together and I was like well she's a very lucky girl and then I put my headphones back on <laughs> and then I wanted like, to you should die. have been like you should have just like gotten up and moved to a different part of the I train. Couldn't, like, I why couldn't. Why did he sit next to you? I really why? I really thought I was like just giving him the in to ask me out and he was la- I made him laugh. Like he was smiling and laughing. He kept touching me with his fucking arm after that. Yeah. And yeah. Something's something's fishy. Something's uh, fishy. I think he I'll was pulled it. toward me and attracted to me. I just think he has a girlfriend and didn't want to tell me. <laughs> so uh, he got it's very cagey. To you. Yeah, he got cagey about it. And I asked him out front, like, I'm not gonna flirt with you for ten subway stops so you can tell me you have a girlfriend like 15 minutes later no right. i want to know right away right yeah it's not worth your energy i had my big girl pants on and i was the one who talked to you first and i made you laugh and you came and sat next to me so figure it out buddy figure but if it you're out. in a relation if you're in a relationship and you're being drawn to other people then look that's There's my siren with your relationship. Yeah, that's my inner siren, and I think he, other than her, his uh, crossword connection, I think he wanted to sit next to me and wanted to talk to me. So, that's... but maybe his relationship's on the skits. He maybe didn't... he's not that happy. He doesn't even realize it. He didn't say anything. So we waved goodbye to each other. He got off the train. I made sure to put our our. Uh, the phone up so that he could see that I was listening to Shrieking Sirens podcast. Nice. <laughs> he'll figure it out. If he wants me, Listen he'll figure to it. it out. Yeah. Listen to it. But he doesn't know that it's your podcast. Like, no one would see a po- someone listening to a podcast and be like, oh, I bet I could get in touch with this person <laughs> through the podcast they are also listening to. Who knows? To. Who knows? But, right, but maybe it'll stick in his mind, and then yeah. he'll listen and be like, "He'll figure it out." Girl, that I had a magical crossword moment with on the train, and I'm so unhappy in my relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it'll be. Ariel, you can talk. Ariel, a voice. <laughs> Eric was kind of lame. I was thinking about that. Like, he, do you think about his actual character? He was so lame. He was, he was like the worst prince. 
Like this girl shows up and he's like, I don't know, maybe maybe I'll like her. And then like another girl shows up, he's like, nah, okay. <laughs> he's like, oh. oh, the voice. I have no facial recognition whatsoever. He's a bro. Eric was a total bro, like a well-meaning, stupid. He was not smart. He was not a smart no. prince. Just like a rich. Maybe that's private our private school bro. Yeah. That's our title. Eric was a bro. <laughs> Robbie's a creep. Eric's a bro. Yeah. Cro- crossword guy. Stay loving I'm happy in his love life and came and sat next to me for a reason. So. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it, but when I was in my relationship and I wasn't, I didn't realize that I was like not happy or looking, something was missing, but I feel so drawn to like so many men and I'd just be like no I can't and I would like squash it down in me hmm. I, uh, also the poet has totally disappeared so once again I, I think this is like the fourth time so I'm done yeah you gotta move on the poet has gone and left me with some beautiful odes to my bosoms <laughs> Oh, did you send him photos of yes, your I bosoms? Did. Shut up. <laughs> Just boobs, nothing else. Well, that's good. Well. That's good. Yeah. Okay, you gotta you gotta save those photos until after meeting in real life. I know. Yeah. Just for the future. The only people I send boob photos to are you guys. So you can show your friends. <laughs> I will not send them to men. Our female friends. Yes, it's true. They are the legend. They need to be documented and shown as such. Mm. All right, ladies. I'm like very drunk now. And I'm yeah, horny. Yeah, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's one thirty here. All right. I'm going to go on Bumble and make bad decisions, so. Okay, that sounds good. Boy. All right, Lauren, are you going to be okay? Uh, Hey, Whiskey Town, you going to be okay over there? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, don't, don't, don't. Don't drive. Don't don't drive. drive. No, I'm not driving. Sleep on your side or your front. Don't sleep on your back. Just get in the back, Lauren. Just get in the back. I am. Yeah, I'm gonna take like a nice long Good. bath. It's still, Don't like, drown it's in the bath. It's only since 20 <laughs> <No>. here. <laughs> I plenty of time to yes. sober up. Okay. I love you both. You're beautiful That's goddesses. Nice. And I'm so glad we did this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks. All right, watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, because it's my favorite show ever. Okay, I have to wait until my internet works again. So good. It's so good, you guys. So good. All right. Good night, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.